Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wesley is the new NXT North American champion. Dominic Dijakovic to return to NXT, the fourth member of Schism to be revealed on this week's edition of NXT, and a title change takes place at this weekend's Impact Wrestling tapings. Hello, welcome to the Solo Sunday News here with myself, Andrew Pollard, at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, turn the notification bells on, comment, all of that good generic stuff. I always have to get out first things first on a Sunday, but most importantly, as ever, I hope you are having the best possible day. Whatever you're doing, whether it's something, whether it's nothing, I hope it goes really cool Sunday for you. If it's not been so cool so far, I hope that turns around very, very swiftly for you. Um, and somebody who is having a good Sunday is the new North American champion, and that is Wesley, the former MSK man. Uh, won that title last night in the, uh, the, the what was it, five-way ladder match with Carmelo Hayes, with Oromensa, with Nathan Fraser, and with, of course, Von Wagner, Mr. Jack Swagger himself. I, I, I did a, a pod in the week, uh, the NXT review with Sidgwick, and I just, I got massive Jack Swagger vibes from, from Von Wagner for some reason. Anyway, he is a new NXT North American champion. Wesley is. Hey, this is a really, really, really cool ladder match. I enjoyed this a hell of a lot. Just a, a, a really fun, entertaining match. Just one of those, pop it on. I think it maybe went like 18, 90 minutes. Lots of cool spots. The final spot was Wesley hitting double knees on Carmelo Hayes, which then gave him enough time to get up the ladder, get the title belt, and become the new North American champion. Um, now, this, of course, Wesley was originally due to have a shot at the NXT North American Championship held at that point by Carmelo Hayes. That was last month, but Carmelo being a naughty, no good heel, him and Trip Williams took out Wesley backstage, which then allowed Solo Sokoa to, to be a surprise opponent for Hayes and win the title, which was then vacated because the match was never a sanctioned match. And hence, we had this ladder match for the vacant prize. Uh, elsewhere on NXT Halloween Havoc last night, which it was a really fun show. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't enjoy NXT TV this week, but Halloween Havoc was a fun show. But we had Apollo Crees defeating Grayson Waller in a casket match. Roxanne Perez defeated Cora Jade in a weapons wild match. Julius Creed defeated Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. Mandy Rose defeated out fire to retain the NXT Women's Championship and the NXT champion Bron Breaker successfully retained against JD McDonough and Ilya Dragunov. Surprisingly to me, pinning Ilya, which we'll see where that goes. 
I did half expect maybe a title. I half expected maybe one of those two titles, the women's title and the men's title, to change hands. But hey, here we go. It's all uh, it's all been retained. Uh, and somebody who thankfully is seemingly no longer retaining their T-Bar persona is Dominic Dijakovic. Ah, this is this is nice. This is this is it's almost cathartic of like, oh, this is cool. I feel I feel so much better with this. Yeah, there was a vignette aired last night on uh, Halloween Havoc where we saw a mask burning in a fire. The mask wasn't just any mask. It remarkably looked very similar to the T-Bar mask. And I think, like all of you, this, I'm hoping and praying, this is the return of Dominic Dijakovic as Dominic Dijakovic uh, in NXT. Um, now, one of the, we've seen since Triple H, since Paul Levesque took over the, the WWE ship, the creative WWE, so many people have been either brought back or kind of recalibrated, I guess could be a term, like LA Knight, thankfully, is back to LA Knight. Uh, and so a lot of fans have been hopeful that, that Dijakovic, something would be done with him other than just being T-Bot on main event in that stupid mask and kind of clinging on to his retribution days. And this seems to be the first steps to, yes, seeing something happening for the ridiculously talented dude. He's so, like such a a smooth mover for what? I think he's like six foot seven, legit six foot seven, Dijakovic. Just such a, a, a great just a great talent to watch in the right circumstances with the right people obviously you had those hoss fights with Keith Lee in NXT this is someone of course who challenged for the NXT North American title several times for the NXT title the main title several times was in a War Games match War Games 3 back in 2019 uh, and it seemed for all the world that Dominic Dijakovic was set for big things on the WWE main roster unfortunately for him when that call up came though it was as part of retribution and wasn't that a faction that served everybody involved so well mercedes martinez saw the writing on the wall and was like i, I don't fancy doing this thanks and she's no longer with the company me yim is no longer with the company although rumored to return um Ma mace is now masse which is technically an upgrade i'd say on uh, on retribution which says it all um and you have of course mustafa ali who finally again they seem to be doing something with him um, he seems geared up to have a, a program with Seth Rollins which I'm here for those matches are going to bang hard but yeah Dijakovic is seemingly coming back and adding further fuel to that fire just after that vignette aired at Halloween Havoc uh, Dijakovic took to, uh, to Twitter to put out if you kill him you will win become vengeance become wrath which is a play on Seven the uh, the, the, the film with, uh, with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman and Kevin Spacey from back in the day exceptional movie if you've not seen it but yeah there's a bit towards the end where it's like if you kill him he will win with uh, which is what Morgan Freeman's character says to Brad Pitt's character as he's uh, yeah I'm not going to go into that because hey I, uh, it's not a film podcast it's a wrestling podcast and on the wrestling front again on Halloween Havoc front Schism are about to reveal their fourth member brother now, this is going to happen on this coming Tuesday's edition of the, the weekly NXT TV. Uh, Joe Gacy last night, Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, Jagger Reed. What are these names? <laughs> what are these names? Obviously, I know where the Rip Fowler comes from because Zach Gibson is a massive Liverpool fan and he clearly chose the Fowler name himself. But those names are horrendous. Anyway, Schism, they had a, a promo backstage saying that, that there's a, their fourth member is going to be on mass on Tuesday. Uh, and how did Joe Gacy put it? They're, they're going to breathe the air on Tuesday night or something like that I don't know he, he talks in mumbo jumbo that's too I quite a lot but this fourth person in case you've, you've, you've not been watching NXT for the last few weeks there's been somebody running around in a mask kind of doing things 
ish with schism especially in their, their rivalry with Cameron Grimes to the moon uh, and also that this person in the mask has been given out like smiley badges or buttons uh, if you will uh, out in the audience during NXT shows and this person will be revealed on Tuesday now there's no concrete details on who it's going to be it looks like it could be a, a lady a female uh, and it, I mean just in terms of fan speculation some people have suggested Nikki Cross uh, which she's been teasing a rebrand or a, a, a repackaging or a new gimmick or a tweet for the last god knows how long uh, Nikki Cross is one name I've seen thrown out there uh, Isla Dawn is a name I've seen thrown out there from NXT UK that could be a very good shout Blair Davenport is another name I've seen somebody speculate about and some are even speculating that Ava Rain could be this fourth member Ava Ryan, of course, being Simone Johnson, the daughter of a certain great one. So, yeah, we'll see what the crack is with that on Tuesday. But I, I like the the NXT. It's not always great. Like I said, this past Tuesday's episode, I thought was was yeah, not for me. But I, I like how they're dropping in things to try and entice you to come and watch their next program. And like, oh, if you tune in on this this week, then we're going to be revealing this, 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 and this. Or if you... They're announcing things ahead of time to try and garner interest, which sounds so basic, but it's something that WWE has... has they've struggled to do over the last however long. But on away from NXT, away from WWE, not even going to go into AEW this weekend. It's a very quiet AEW weekend for, for, for once. Um, but the, the I, I always love to give some love to Impact Wrestling. Now, this is a spoiler for an upcoming episode of Impact Wrestling TV because there has been a title change this past weekend during tapings in Las Vegas. So tune out now if you don't want to know this. But I believe in Joe Hendry. And Joe Hendry is the new Impact Wrestling digital media champion. Uh, and I am all here for this. Just such an entertaining, charismatic son of a gun. It's Joe Hendry. If you've never seen him before, do whatever you can to check him out. It's just so entertaining. Constantly, constantly entertaining. Uh, and it's great to see him in Impact, in, in, a, in a major promotion. And now with a piece of gold around his waist. Uh, now, he defeated Brian Myers this past weekend. Brian Myers, who it's not known when this is going to wear. It's either going to be the 3rd of November, 10th of November, or 17th of November episode of Impact Wrestling. Um, so it means Brian Myers will have had that title for at least 125 days. The longest reigning title holder with the, the Digital Media Championship is Matt Cardona with 127 days. There is a chance maybe that Brian Myers might beat that record by the time this airs on TV. But Joe Hendry is the new Impact Wrestling Digital Media Championship. And this is this is fun. Um, it's, it's his first piece, like I said, his first piece of gold in Impact. Returned to the company last month. Had a brief spell there. I say brief spell. It was a good few months there in, what, 2018. Um, but yeah, just a really, really talented dude, Joe Hendry. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with his title. Uh, just go and check him out. I believe in Joe Hendry. And you should too. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, some questions to get this wrapped up. I'm feeling very bunged up. I'm apologizing if this sounds horrendous. I know it sounds horrendous a lot of the time anyway, but put some love on a Sunday. It's early. Um, Mark's always got in touch. Hey, Mark. Uh, Modern Andrew, happy Sunday, and Apollo is ready for the Ravens game. Is NJF the modern-day Stone Cold? What's one feud you want to see him in a year from now? I want face MJF versus heel Wheeler Utah. Hashtag this is the news. And there's Apollo with, I presume that is a Ravens hat, so... Go Ravens? I, I, I don't know. I have no preference for teams there. But hey, there's a dog with a Ravens hat on. So, I mean, automatically, I'm going to go on to cheer on the Ravens. But as for your question, um, is MJF the Monday Stone Cold? I don't think anyone's the Monday Stone Cold. I, I know there's been comparisons with Moxley. I know there's been comparisons with Kevin Owens uh, or even uh, when he was Kevin Steen. Um, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. It's one of those where you will never get a Stone Cold, another Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm not saying you won't get a star as big as Austin, which you might. It's a big ask, but you're, you're, there could be massive stars and then they don't have to be a mirror of Stone Cold or have the characteristics of Stone Cold. But I think MJF could be. I mean, I, I guess the way I'm thinking of it, I'm looking at it, if you're going to make comparisons to Stone Cold, was... Austin, just before, I guess, when he was on the, the cusp of turning babyface, it wasn't really a babyface turn. He just, people were just cheering him because he was beating the piss out of everybody uh, and flipping off people and drinking beer. And it's like, oh, this is cool. And it, he represented a change of, of attitude, no pun intended, uh, to what, what wrestling was at that time. Um, and I think MJF, he, he is still very much a heel, but he, he obviously gets massive cheers still, even no matter how hard he tries. And who knows whether he's on the cusp of a babyface turn. I think it is all just part of a, a cutting ruse, but we'll see. As for where do I want to see MJF in a year? Who do I want to see him feuding with? I think babyface MJF versus heel Wheeler Utah could be great. There's obviously there's plenty of seeds there to work with. Uh, I think it's inevitable we get Wardlow and MJF. I, I think... Wardlow, to me, I, I think MJF clearly is going to be the AEW World Champion sooner rather than later. And I think whenever he loses that title, I think it'll be the the War Dog will be the one to do it. But looking across the lay of the land, you've got Darby Allen, who again, so much history between those two. Sammy Guevara, if you want to play on the pillars, I don't think you can get Jungle Boy to that sort of level by this time next year. Not to say he's not a very talented dude, I just think the way he's been been booked so far. Uh, if we're talking babyface MJF. Maybe the cocksure I can beat you in a million ways, however I see fit. Heel Brian Danielson is an option. Hey, maybe a heel John Moxley. Samoa Joe, history there, going back to, it was kind of referenced the extra work NJF did uh, for WWE. And that was when Samoa Joe was the NXT champion. And there's a famous video out there of Samoa Joe walking through the hallways to the ring. And he's got his security guards around him. And one of them is MJF and Samoa Joe just pushes him out of the way. Uh, Dante Martin comes to mind. Ricky Starks, man. Ricky Starks and MJF could make absolute gold in the ring, on the mic, money, Take my money. I'm buying that on pay-per-view all day long. Uh, Mark Smith's got in touch. Um, 
Find Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 in the UK on the All 4 app. What's the next best non-in-ring wrestling program you recommend to watch? Have a good solo Sunday, my Welsh brother. Thank you very much, Mark. Yes, uh, thank you to everybody who pointed out to me that Season 3 of Dark Side of the Ring is on the All 4 app here in the UK. I was searching for, for Dark Side of the Ring through Sky, through All 4, and it only brings up Seasons 1 and 2, but if you actually open the All 4 app, yeah, there we go, Season 3. No illegal streaming for me. Not anymore, anyway. Uh, uh, as for... Um, wrestling documentaries or non uh, non in ring wrestling programs, you should put it. Breaking Ground comes to mind. I really enjoyed that on the WWE Network. That that was a, a really cool series. Um, I think it kind of goes under the radar a little bit. Um, also, I suppose in terms of non in ring, I really enjoyed the, for the most part the tables for, tables for three. Um, I wasn't too keen on the latest one. I mean, it's got Bret Hart on it, so I'm always keen. But it just seemed weird to just revisit one specific rivalry of Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler and kiss my foot and here's my dentist and just seen a random one to, to, to delve into. But I really enjoyed the Steiners one. The, the Tale of Three with the Steiners, loved it. But um, other than that, I think that in terms of documentaries, I, I love a good wrestling documentary. You Cannot Kill David Arquette is phenomenal. I w- again, go out of your way to find that. Uh, also, Nail in the Coffin, The Fallen Rise of Vampiro, which I realised... This is a peek behind the uh, talking inside baseball brothers and sisters. The, the the little setup I've got here, my mic is actually on a big box that is a promotional box for Nail in the Coffin, <laughs> the, the Fallen Rise of Vampiro, uh, which it's it's great. Uh, I got to check it out for the, for the, the channel, uh, well, probably two years ago now. Just really fascinating. Even if you're not a fan of Vampiro, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, it's, it's just a documentary about uh, a man, his problems and his struggles to be a dad as well as do the thing that he loves it's and uh, it just it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant uh smack him up is another one that comes to mind i'm not sure where you'll find that now it was on bbc uh, well I, I, I was gonna say a, a few years ago it must be a fair few years ago because it was basically chronicled uh fergal debit prince debit as it was his last run uh his last basically his last uk tour his last run in japan prior to him signing with wwe so that was a really cool one to watch i don't know where you'd find that um and i'm hearing good things about the territories i know that is from vice who put out dark side of the ring i've not had chances to watch any of the territories programs yet but i've heard very good things about those right i'll get through these last few questions quickly to the gaming on sunday can we finally do a missions burton report on electra lopez last seen getting into a car after nxt with three spanish males and never seen again who knows who knows clearly they've dropped it from legado del fantasma i i think that was really harsh on it selena vega is great as lena gregor will be a great fit for legado but it just seemed like electra lopez was doing really good work i mean in ring yeah there's still a lot of work to do there but as for that manager presence i thought i thought electra did a great job in nxt with legado um and so it it really is like what do you do like i said as, as an in-ring talent you're not going to have it i don't think as a, as a full-time wrestler because it's just the skills don't seem to be there just yet. Who knows? Maybe she'll get there. But then you're thinking, well, because she managed somebody else in NXT, maybe there's somebody on the main roster. Maybe she still ends up joining Legado and they have two voice pieces, which they don't really need, and that's a silly idea. Um, so, yeah, I, I have no idea to the gaming, but it's it's one to keep an eye on. Uh, also, one to keep an eye on, the Grant Perkins has got into such. Hey, Grant, question for your solo Sunday news this week. Was Brawl, <laughs> was hashtag Brawl out the first step that leads to a CM Punk WWE Hall of Fame induction? Also, because you enjoy animals pictures, here's a picture that WWE posted once for 
reasons. And it looks like Cesaro as a goat. I think it's Cesaro. Um, but I, it could well be, Grant. It could well be that the, this whole all-out thing at leads to some remarkable CM Punk return to WWE and an inevitable, possibly inevitable, who knows, maybe not inevitable, but a, an introduction into the Hall of Fame as a headline act, which would just be nuts to think of. If, if you'd have said that, I don't know, 18 months ago, um, before he'd, he'd, he'd returned to wrestling, it would sound insane. If you said that six months ago when he was signed to AEW, that would sound insane. If you said this prior to, literally prior to the media scrum at All Out, it'd sound insane. Now, it sounds relatively feasible. I mean, those stories yesterday, I believe that the guys uh, covered it on yesterday's video, that WWE does have interest in bringing CM Punk back because it's obviously it's a very different place right now. Paul Levesque is running the ship. I know him and Triple H, uh, sorry, him and Triple H, uh, pronouns, brother. Uh, him and CM Punk, Triple H and CM Punk haven't always exactly got on eye to eye. But the one thing with Paul Levesque is he's very much, seems to be anyway, not that I know the guy personally, but he seems to be very much open to not a pun at all, but he seems very much open to what basically doing what's best for business. Um, we've seen it before where he's built bridges with Bruno San Martino. He built bridges with the Ultimate Warrior. He, he built bridges with all so many people to get them into the Hall of Fame. Um, and I mean, it, it would CM Punk back in WWE would be huge news. It would help ratings. Ratings things okay at the moment, to be fair. It help ratings. It sells stupid amount of merchandise. It make for great TV. There's so many potential rivalries there, and Paul Levesque, Triple H will see that and think, right, I might not get on with the guy totally, but I realise what he brings to the table, and I'm more than happy to pay him whatever he's asking for him to bring his skills to the table. So that's a long way around that, Grant. So cheers for that, brother. Um, Hector Garcia, the third and last question here, and then we'll be done. Uh, happy Soul Sunday. Hey, Hector. Happy Sunday to you, my brother. Uh, who delivers the best drop kick these days? Personally, I'm primarily limited to WWE and AEW, so I'll go with Dolph and AJ. From the past, I'd say Mr. Perfect and Jim Brunzel. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig had a hell of a drop kick. Um, Right now, these days, uh, Joe Okada immediately comes to mind. Okada has got a beautiful drop kick. Uh, Billy Gunn, even now, Billy Gunn has one of the greatest drop kicks in the history of professional wrestling, and he still has that same great drop kick at what is he 58, 59 now? <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, Ricky Starks is a sweet, uh, a sweet drop kick. Dolph Ziggler, like you mentioned, Dolph Ziggler, love him or hate him, he has a great drop kick. Randy Orton as well. Randy Orton has again one of the all time great drop kicks. Um, if looking back from the past I think like you said Mr. Perfect and Jumper Jim Brunzel are, are two great shouts there Perfect was just perfect um, Hardcore Holly Hardcore Holly had a uh, phenomenal uh, speaking of phenomenal like you mentioned AJ Styles AJ Styles is a great drop kick Hardcore Holly's like right there if we're talking greatest ever drop kicks Hardcore Holly is in he's in that conversation I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say Bob Holly was the greatest wrestler of all time or he should have been the main event attraction I'm just saying the guy has a fantastic drop kick uh, Tito Santana always had a good drop kick as well um, Brian Pillman um, Brian Pillman, Pillman Senior uh, Lance Storm Lance Storm had a great drop kick um, and I don't know why I may have imagined this uh, it might just me be talking out my backside it's a Sunday morning and I need coffee 
But I always seem to think that, that Ted DiBiase Jr. had a great dropkick. That's one I'll have to go back and check out because I've not watched a Ted Jr. match in a long, long time. But that has been the Solo Sunday News this week. I've been Andrew Pollard here at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to come and give us a follow at What Culture WE on the Twitter. You can follow me if you want at Culture Left Peg on the Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, turn up coach bells on all the generic stuff I always have to say every single Sunday. But most importantly, have the best possible day when you're doing something, whether you're nothing. I hope you have the best possible Sunday. I hope it goes well for you. I hope you have a great rest of the week. I believe Murray and Will Bob will be back tomorrow. As it stands, I think I may have a Sunday off next weekend, so you won't see me then, but mm, plans can change, brother, should we say, so who knows. Anyway, have a great rest of your day, have a great rest of your week. I've been me, and I will catch you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.